Hey there, my name's Paul and this is Out of Neutral, a weekly tune-up where we look to the Bible to get in gear and follow Jesus into the life he came to make possible. Today I want to talk about whether a Proverbs 31 woman is a realistic goal in today's world. I read of a fitness magazine that polled a thousand women to find out how much they'd sacrifice to reach their ideal weight. 23% said they'd spend a week in jail. The same number said they'd shave their head. 21% said they'd trade 10 years of their life. Those numbers are disturbing. And they speak to the crushing expectations placed on women today. Unfortunately, many Christian women see Proverbs 31 as another burden they have to wear. Rightly read, I think it's actually intended to do the opposite. Noticing three things can make a big difference. First, it's a poem for women to reimagine true beauty. It's easy to forget that Proverbs 31, 10 to 17, gives us a poem about a woman, not a list of commands. This is a poem about a powerful woman. And while it's hidden in most English translations, the poem is filled with hero language. The word excellent in verse 10 is usually translated army or strength or power. The word gain in verse 11 is the word for plunder. The word for food in verse 15 is actually prey. And in verse 17, when she dresses herself with strength, it's a phrase that's used when someone prepared for battle. It sounds like the kind of songs that were sung to famous heroes. Only this poem is held up to paint a picture of heroic femininity. It's like when a little boy sees Thor in the Avengers. It's not that becoming like him is realistic, but rightly or wrongly, it gives him a hero to imitate and aspire to. The warrior woman of Proverbs 31 is intended to give women a new and better hero to imitate. Women's heroes today have to crush powerful jobs, get what they want from men sexually, and have bodies that are anatomically impossible, all the while speaking the, their truth and living their best life now. Proverbs 31 gives a different vision of beauty. It assures women that their devotion to family is beautiful but contributing financially is beautiful too. It lifts up the, beautiful, the beauty of attainable qualities like diligence and generosity, wisdom and reverence, instead of unattainable standards of physical appearance. It's given as a new model of beauty to encourage and inspire women, not a scorecard to condemn them. Second, it's a call for men to praise true beauty in their wives. Interestingly, Proverbs 31 contains only a single command, and it is an address to women. The command comes in verse 31 after multiple statements about the woman's children calling her blessed and her husband praising her. It's the climax of the poem and the end of the entire book. It just says, give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. The message is that women aren't going to stop worrying about whether they're thin enough or hot enough until the men in their lives start recognizing and honoring a different vision of beauty. In a world where physical beauty is everything and character, virtue, and faith are undervalued, husbands need to work all the more at noticing and expressing appreciation for their wives' attempts to grow in these qualities. Finally, it's an invitation for young men to seek true beauty in a spouse. I think that most women assume that Proverbs 31 was probably written by a middle-aged man to tell women what he expects of them. 
If you read the opening words of the chapter, that's almost certainly not the case. There's some debate about whether verse 1 applies to the whole chapter or just the first nine verses, but I think it's likely that it refers to our poem. It says, the words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him. When I read the passage, I picture a young mother staring down at a young boy, maybe even a baby, and dreaming about how she might change the world. As he slept in her arms, she thought about how true beauty was ignored and false beauty was worshipped. She saw how women were devalued and men treated their wives like objects. She thought about the qualities of true beauty she had seen in women. She saw qualities in women that ought to be recognized and celebrated. Then she rolled up her sleeves and crafted a poem about true beauty that she probably repeated and maybe, maybe even sang to her son again and again. Lemuel probably didn't remember everything his mom taught him, but he did remember this poem. And it taught him about what kind of woman to look for and how to bless, value, and praise a wife. I think we need this poem more today than ever before. May it encourage you as you reflect on its message. That's all for this time. Today's video has helped you get out of neutral. Leave a comment, share it with your friends, and subscribe to join us on the journey.